here is a supplementary piece edited and put together by Joey Peters, uh, taken from the same interview that the other episodes in this three-part series were taken from. And that's all this introduction needs. So, you want to take a trip? Dennis McKenna has probably tripped more than anybody else in the world. Well, that's a slight exaggeration, but he's coming from a place of intense experience with psychedelic drugs. My name is Joey Peters, and I'm certainly not advocating you do anything illegal. But luckily, Match Naaman and I, in December 2018, interviewed the psychedelic legend, McKenna, who may be directly responsible for the trip you're about to go on. That's right. He and his brother Terrence, in the 1970s, wrote a book about how to cultivate psilocybin mushrooms. Before that book, psilocybin mushrooms were very rare in North America. But thanks to these two nutheads, teenagers across the U.S. have been growing mushrooms in their basements ever since. Dennis has some advice of how to trip responsibly. Listen. You know, you can't take a trip every day. You know, and, I mean, and you wouldn't want to because after a while, you know, the, these these full-on psychedelic experiences are almost by definition they take place in a in a you know you can use the word sacred, which has all sorts of common connotations, but at least a, a special place and time that's not your ordinary place and time. If you do them right, I think it's important to pay a lot of attention to set and setting. Set being what you bring to it. And people say, well, you know, the set is your intention, your decision to participate in this. I think set is much deeper than that. Set is everything you are, everything you bring to it, Mm. your expectations, what you've learned, that's the set. It's your mindset. It is you. It is you that's participating in this dialogue or confrontation or, or, or symbiosis, if you want to call it, between the medicine and the, the medicine, the plant teacher. And setting is the complement to that. It's where you do it, under what circumstances. There are all sorts of appropriate and inappropriate settings for doing a psychedelic. You know, on the freeway at 70 miles an hour is probably not an appropriate (laughs) setting, but I'm sure there are plenty of people that do it that way. Or it doesn't have to be a church. It doesn't have to be a hut in the Amazon. It doesn't have to be a loft in Brooklyn. But it's done all those places. And it doesn't have to be a hospital room. But the setting is important. It's like a vessel that you're you're creating a vessel in which this this experience can happen. So it's important to pay attention to setting. And then the other variables really are what is the medicine and what is the dose? And those are kind of the four variables that determine 
you know, to the degree that you can control what happens, those are the ones you can actually sort of manipulate ahead of time. And once you've done all that, then the trick is you find that you're ready. The set is optimal. I'm ready for this. The setting is great. The medicine is good. I know what the dose is. And once that happens, then you have to be ready to just say, okay, I'm ready. And you take it and then you let go. You know, you just learn, you have to surrender to it. You have to just let whatever is going to unfold, unfold. You have to be sure enough that you have selected optimal set setting dose and so on that you're basically safe. So no matter how scary it gets, or how weird it gets or whatever, you know that this is within the parameters of the set and setting that you've created, you know. And so you, you can let go with confidence. You can say, you know, you have to deliberately take your hands off the wheel, you know. It's kind of like somebody said the other night, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> you know, don't control it anymore. You just let it go and let it let it unfold in a natural way. What yeah. what are your some of your favorite settings and doses? Well the settings that I like, uh, you know, when I take ayahuasca I like the traditional setting, you know, not because that's the right way to do it. I just happen to like that, you know, I'm comfortable there. It's beautiful. If, if the shaman knows what they're doing, it's a beautiful ceremony. So it's a good context in which to experience that. I do not necessarily believe in the, the cosmology or the worldview of, of the Amazonian shaman, but I can respect that they're in that place and and it can be an optimal setting, you know. Uh, but there can be others simply alone by myself in the forest or in a natural wild place is also very optimal setting. Or, you know, in total darkness... You know, in a closet yeah. someplace, as, as Terrence uh, advocated that, you know, five grams total darkness. Well, if, if that's your thing, you know, that can be a very optimal kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it, it's something that you really have to sort of experiment with before you come to realize what works best for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like uh, DMT uh, well, even there, I mean, DMT and, and these things that are very short, I think you still have to pay attention to set and setting, you know, um, but but not as much because they tend to be, they sort of create their own setting. I mean, you, you know, you're not, you're not even here anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. I've never tried DMT, but I hear it just right. blasts you into you're, another... You're just in another dimension, <laughs> but you want to be in a place where you're not going to injure yourself, and you know, and get up and move around and stuff so like that. You probably want somebody else there, not on DMT, or that would be good if you don't have much experience with it. But after a while, it's okay to do it by yourself. I think you know because. I mean, the the job is to simply lie there and not do anything and <laughs> let it let it happen. 
Well, I, I always heard that, or I hear that it's hard to get that, you need to get that last hit, and sometimes it's hard for people to get that last hit to break through. Is there? Yes, that's true. Okay. That's true. And in that sense, it's good to have someone there who is right. administering it to you, you know, yeah. so you don't have to manipulate the pipe and light the pipe and do all that stuff that you have to go through. You have someone that handles that. Your job is to lie on the mattress and take three or four deep breaths of it. And mm. uh, and so it's good if there's somebody there facilitating that and just don't worry about the pipe or loading it or anything like that. Thank you, Joey Peters, for editing, putting together that little segment. That was Joey Peters. It, the, um, the material was taken from the interview we did together with Dennis McKenna. You can find Joey on Twitter, you can contact him with that at at Joey Peters. And that is that. Thank you. I'll see you next week.